0: welcome to tea o'clock with keller bring your tea and leave with more hi
1: (laughs) welcome back to another episode where we're actually sat facing each other without a laptop screen between us which is
0: fun i love that it's been too long since you've done it like that it has and it's Mm -hmm. weird because
1: i'm not used to like looking at you at you (laughs) as opposed to like just looking at you on the laptop screen when we Mm -hmm. do this so it's weird
0: Mm. It's a good one for us to do in person though. Having yes. seen it together.
1: Yes. Yeah. And
0: we attempted to start unpacking it last night. <laughs> We're a bit all over the place. It yeah, it caused a lot of different emotions. Yeah. It hit hard this film.
1: Yeah. Um and this will definitely be a very spoilerful yeah. episode. Please
0: do not listen if you have not seen the film. Yeah. Just uh, don't do it. Because there's not really
1: any way we can't spoil it. Yeah. So, <laughs> remove yourself now, go watch it and then come back. Yes, please, and thank you. Because I think it is a good
0: one to go into it not knowing anything. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for anyone because there's a plot twist. So it would be really sad if you found out before. beforehand. <laughs> I would have been really annoyed. Too. Why did Loki know? But not properly.
1: And my guess was mm. was there as well, so... Yeah. But still. Yeah. Great. Also, um, you've probably read the title of the episode, <laughs> but we are talking about Don't Worry <laughs> Darling, the new Olivia Wilde film.
0: I'm glad you got that in there <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just thought we hadn't mentioned it, so... Mm. But first... First. We should do what we've been consuming. So, Carrie, Yeah. What have you been consuming <laughs> this week?
0: Okay. So, I have been... Watching the new Wink Saga season two. Yeah, I've only seen the first episode, the first two, and I don't think it's as good as the first season. But then I know a lot of people, including you, are already fans of the first <laughs> season anyway. But it's very relaxing to watch, and to good. fall asleep to, etc. And it is confusing though because they changed the actress who plays the villain. Oh. I didn't realise that. I had no clue. I watched the whole first episode and I thought, who's that? What's going on? (laughs) And then I had to go... I found a recap on YouTube and then it made a lot more sense. Yeah. So, there you go. And in terms of reading, I read Milk and Honey by Rupi Kaur. And I think it's all down to personal preference Mm -hmm. I know it's like that with a lot of books but her style is just very specific and not like any other poetry that I've read and I really like the themes overall but I think I prefer more flowery poetry and hers is a bit more bare yeah I've only read a couple because I've had Mm. the book but I haven't read it like cover to cover and now I'm getting deja vu that I actually did say about this on another episode i don't but I do, I think, think so I'm i just think it thinking of just, just, just saying to you yeah 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 <laughs> i think so <laughs> i think
1: that's it so it's okay
0: yeah and oh yeah and then for listening i listened to a lot of rosalia's music mm-hmm. especially her Mojo mommy album which i think came out this year because Biscuitito has been all over TikTok, mm. but I was a fan of her before that. Though, <laughs> I just want to say, but <laughs> You're my favorite, yeah, my favorites are Soul and Chicken Teriyaki, <laughs> and I just can't get enough. So I really recommend listening to her for music. Well, my favorite albums, the I can't remember what it's called, it's got Malamente on. That was really good. I think that's from twenty eighteen so I recommend that if you're new to a yeah.
1: yes I will have to expand my yeah. knowledge <laughs>
0: mm. but what
1: about you what have you seen you? know? um, I've been reading Pride and Prejudice Oh uh, yes I think I'd maybe started it last time but I really enjoyed it yay and we get to talk even more about it in next week's episode Yeah. so I won't say much more apart from the fact that I really enjoyed it and there was a lot of stuff going on i didn't expect it to be so like jam-packed so lots of drama lots of drama Mm. it's all going on i watched memento for the first time before coming back to uni what is Uh, this christopher nolan film Mm -hmm. about a man who has he had some kind of like traumatic experience and he can't make short term memories anymore so he basically has oh. memory loss so he can't remember anything he can remember like his past before um, I think his his wife got into an accident and died or something mm. and he was kind of like traumatised from it and then this brain thing happened and then he's trying to find the, the guy who killed her and he has all these different things tattooed on his body to try and Remind him of things because after like two minutes of talking, he won't remember what he said, which is really interesting. And the film replicates that as well, so it's kind of a bit jumpy and all over the place. And it takes you a while to settle into it Hmm. and like remember. And it's kind of told backwards as well, because of course, Christopher Nolan loves messing with
0: yeah, absolutely, with
1: like time and all that. So you get the confusion like he would have by not remembering and trying to piece things together.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah, so it was really interesting. That's so cool. Do you recommend? I would recommend, definitely. I think it might even be on Netflix. Oh, okay. So, Memento, that's a good one. And then, listening to... I thought I needed something more than just to say I've been listening to my Hosea mix continuously, (laughs) which I have. So I looked back on my Spotify... And saw that a few weeks ago, Walking the Dog, I listened to an Armchair Expert episode with oh. Kristen Stewart, which was really interesting. Oh. And really cool, because it's Dax Shepard, you know, the one who's married mm. to Kirsten Bell, and he's like an actor as Yeah. Well. He just interviews all these really cool, famous people, and it was oh. one with Kirsten Stewart. And yeah, they are just chatting about films, and that Spencer film as well, which i haven't oh. seen but really want to see so yeah oh, you get through these podcasts you listen to loads yeah it's what i would listen to walking the dog oh. sometimes more than just listening to the same music I yeah. always <laughs> listen to yeah. so
0: yeah yeah that's me yeah, very <laughs> nice and now on to the film that we've been wanting to watch for
1: since we heard about years. it yes <laughs> You know, it might be, because the script was written in 2019, Ori- the original script. That's good knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I read something the other day about how the original script was written in 2019, and it was, like, on this list of best, like, unproduced scripts, mm. and, like, loads of people wanted, like, bid on it to buy oh, Yeah. One. And then they did some rewriting mm. of the end so the film is slightly the script for the film is like a reworked version
0: of the original script yeah I did wonder because when I looked up on Goodreads because I got confused I thought it was a short story or something Mm. but it wasn't it was that script and some people managed to get a hold of it and in their reviews they said oh I wonder how what they'll do when they turn it into a film because it was quite rushed in the script or the ending wasn't very satisfying Mm. But you felt a little bit rushed
1: in the yeah. film as well. Yeah, it did.
0: But. Mm. But I suppose it's time to summarise before we get into it. Yeah. Oh, and also, it's four stars from me, I should say, at the start. Okay. I'm undecided. Oh. Maybe you'll we'll decide by the end.
1: I feel like at the moment it's three and a half. Ooh, I don't know okay. whether that's a
0: bit harsh. <laughs> but. it might change it's a very affecting film yeah but i don't know whether in a good or bad way i think both Mm. but i think there are certain i don't know well we'll get into it
1: (laughs) (laughs) um basic plot okay so you've got this, the Victory Project, okay? So in mm-hmm. the middle of the desert in America somewhere, you have this small community. There's about 70 of them. 50s style. Mm,
0: suburbia. Vibe. Yeah, yeah,
1: suburbia. Um, So you've got all these wives and their husbands, and their husbands go off to work every day, and they are like the picture-perfect wives living their happy life. The men go off to work mm. at this secret headquarters that they don't know anything about. And then, things... Florence Pugh and um, Harry Styles,
0: they're a married couple, Alice and Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Then, Alice starts to very quickly realise that things are strange. Yeah. And not as they seem. Yeah. And there's another woman, Margaret, who they write off as having paranoid episodes. Yeah. But is she actually paranoid or... Is it true that things are going crazy? Crazy because mm. her
1: son somehow, Margaret's son somehow died or disappeared because her and her son went outside of the kind of town borders. Yeah. As such, which is like the one thing that they mm. ask the wives is for like discretion and to not, yeah, not poke around
0: outside at all the mm. men doing their secret work (laughs) yes and we're now entering into spoiler territory which will be in for the foreseeable future so margaret trigger warning kills herself and alice witnesses it and then after that she's even more convinced okay this is not all right here we need to get out
1: and before margaret does that alice also goes to the headquarters she's it's when she's kind of feeling a bit like "Mm, Something's not not right yeah. around here. And she doesn't get off the bus at the shopping centre. She mm. carries on and the bus is like about to do its loop back round again. And she sees a plane crash. And she tries to get the bus driver to go and see what the plane crash oh, yeah. was. And he doesn't. So she gets out and she walks out and up towards the headquarters.
0: Mm. Although I still don't get what that plane crash is all about.
1: I don't get Because then Margaret's son had the little plane as well, didn't yeah. he? yeah.
0: Maybe it's a test to see if you could see the plane. Then that's a sign that you're like you're oh. starting to remember. Yeah. Who <laughs> yeah. knows? Yeah, and then after that, she starts to challenge Frank, the leader, played by Chris Pine. Yeah. And then she says to Jack, "Right, we need to run away." Yeah. This is missing out a lot, but. Just but just we'll to get all, yeah. Because I forgot we were doing a summary. Yeah, not yeah. just like a minute by minute recalming <laughs> no, of the film. Um, so Jack sends her to go back and to get... A, not quite hypnotised, but like with yeah, electrotherapy to, to make her make forget, her forget again. again. But then it doesn't fully work. And when she returns, she very quickly remembers, remembers again. everything. And turns out, it's all a simulation that... Yeah he Jack's put paid her in for. And he, when he goes off every day he's working outside the simulation yeah, so all pay the, to be in it all the men every
1: day when they drive to work they leave the simulation, go back mm. into the real
0: world to work and then enter the simulation again yeah so nothing is real nothing is real but what even is real, what is reality? cool, matrix <laughs> did we ever talk about the matrix
1: I don't know if we did.
0: Yeah, yeah, we did in season two. But I feel like
1: this film could be described as... It's got Matrix vibes, yeah. it's got Stepford Wives yeah. vibes, it's got Truman Show vibes. Oh, yeah. But I feel like if you were to tell that to someone, they'd be able to guess the plot. Yeah, knowing those three exactly. films.
0: And also, Rev Road, without yeah. dystopia stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but then... So she she, finds out. Yes. And she's like, what? I didn't even choose to be here. You did this for me. And then he has a go at her and they have an argument. And then she kills him in defence. Because I'm not sure what he's trying to do to her at that point. Is
1: he just trying to... Because he's, like, grabbing her. I think he realises he's losing her. So he's literally physically trying to hold on to her so much that she, like is struggling to breathe and she mm. smashes him over the head with a glass.
0: Yeah. And then she manages to run away with the help of some of the yes. other women and then it appears in the end that she manages to escape manages but to you escape. don't properly see it. Yeah. And there are some flashbacks as well. Well, her memories of the old real world. Yeah, the real world before. Where this. Harry stars. It's not Harry Styles he looks...
1: Yeah. I feel yeah. like those are the moments where he seems to be... I saw him as an actor the most. Yeah.
0: Because he has received a lot of flack for not being a good actor, but...
1: I think you need to... People need to let him off because this is, like, his
0: first big yeah role. Yeah. I'm not saying his acting is Oscar-worthy. No, but... But he is... Yeah, he it's his write. first film, and he does good. Yeah. And especially... When he's got the complete hair transformation, yeah, and he's out in the real world, that is yeah. actually really, really good acting from him. It is crazy because yeah. that is scary. It is, it is weird. Oh. Yeah. So that was our attempt to summarize. Yeah, <laughs> a <laughs> also, very long, convoluted hand, summary. Handmade tail. Handmaid's, handmaid's Oh yes, that's a good one. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I feel like it's overall. Mm, story arc has been done before, but yeah, it's nothing completely new, no. radical, it's just but I think it's more, it feels very 2022, yeah, in terms of the whole idea of the incel community, you can call them the community, yeah, and it all arising from, yeah, this online discussion forums, that
1: kind yeah, of yeah, exactly,
0: because that's how he finds out about yeah. it in the beginning yeah and our first reaction was we were just, just we didn't know what
1: to say yeah. at the end we were just sat there and we were just trying to process
0: mm. what what we saw i just felt gutted not gutted as in like, oh disappointed but it hit me i felt mm. It just, it's so affecting in terms of... It's really horrifying and so realistic. Yeah, like, you can
1: easily see it happening. It's one of those... Mm. I don't know whether dystopian is the right way to describe it. Maybe not mm. quite. But it's one of those that feels a little bit too close to home. Yeah, A little bit exactly. too much, like, if the technology was there, this would happen.
0: Yeah, 100%. Because it is a film about... Patriarchal oppression. Yeah, definitely. And um, it's still happening.
1: Yay! <laughs> A moment for Florence Pugh. She is absolutely okay, amazing. Yes. Outstanding. Oh, I just love it. She, yeah, she was so good. She carried that film.
0: She really did. She did. She was phenomenal. Out yeah. this world. Every good word you could think of to describe her. Yeah. And her accent, I know that we've heard her do American accents mm. before in Little Woman etc. But it was really good, it's really seamless. Very seamless, yeah. Yeah. And also, I know that this is not important, but she was so stunning the entire time, even when I she was and sweaty. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
0: I was like, right. Oh, oh. How'd she look like that? But yeah, she... How... She, she must have had to do so many takes of her running around... So much, and being able to act at the same time as being exhausted. Yeah, and like there was a whole car chase. Yeah. In the end, as well. Yeah, I feel like I'll, even though there are so many dramatic moments and she has to fight, and uh, I feel like there are so many moments when it's her by herself and yeah, she's like not got anyone to doing play off in yeah, the hell. Yeah, and yet she's still so expressive yeah. but she's just cooking and cleaning, and she is exceptional. Yeah, she's so so good. Yeah, one of the best actors of our generation, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, and also, our saying to you last night, Chris mm-hmm. Pine. Chris Pine, so good. Like, did an exceptional job. A really good job. I he played I've, that character yeah. so well. I don't think I've seen him as a villain before. No, and he was so
1: believable. I yeah. was like, I'm scared of you. <laughs> I wouldn't want Are to I? come across you. Yeah. And like when they're at the dinner table and he's like not gaslighting her, but partially. Well, but he... also we well, gaslighting everyone basically.
0: Yeah. The but amount of gaslighting in that film.
1: Even from even from Jack, there there were some yeah. iffy moments from all of the men saying things and I was like it made me really uncomfortable.
0: Oh, yeah. Because I was like, a... if
1: anyone said that to me, or even if I just heard I someone say that to someone else, it just would make me so uncomfortable. Mm,
0: it's a very unnerving film. Yeah. So, yeah, you're on edge the whole you're time. You're literally on edge the whole time.
1: Like, there yeah. were moments where I had to remind myself to breathe. Because yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was just like, what? I didn't know if anything about Chris Pine's character, Frank, was I read online that olivia Wilde said in an interview that he's based on jordan peterson and it's so scary when characters like that yeah. are based on real people and the funny thing about jordan peterson is that he is he's got a degree he's this intellectual mm. and so it's giving credit to his beliefs it's yeah some, not you know it's not Politician is someone who's an educated man, supposedly, and so mm. that's frightening. With Frank, is that he is a very polished, he's beautiful looking, yeah, and a proper businessman and very charismatic, and yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. charismatic is a perfect word to describe him. Absolutely. So it's even more horrible that he's just this beautiful, beautiful man, and so well spoken. Yeah. So on it. So quick witted. Yeah. Knows
1: exactly how to push everyone's like individual buttons
0: just enough to get them on edge to then Mm. make them and super intelligent in terms of he built the entire Yeah system. Which is really worrying that you have these really educated men yeah having these super oppressive ideals i yeah could not be less uncomfortable yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah big up to chris pine obviously. Big, yeah he did a great job he did i've never liked him less yeah and i
1: think that is a credit to his work yeah definitely but also jemma chan was Incredible. Yeah, even though she didn't get much screen she wasn't time. That much, was she. she didn't no. say much, but when she was there, she was very good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Apart from the kind of random moment at the end where she stabs him. Yeah, like all of a sudden. That I didn't get because for like the entire rest of the film, they seemed very in it together. Mm-mm. But then I guess he was like the brain of it all and she was yeah. just there supporting him he finds out that alice is trying to escape Mm. and he's like being radioed yeah about it and then Gemma's just there like chopping a lemon and then all of a sudden she turns around and stabs him yeah
0: i don't know if that's her then trying to escape and Mm. free everyone else yeah i think either it's now she knows that there's an opportunity just by herself yeah she couldn't escape because there was been more and more people to replace frank she needs someone to actually have she needed time to, to get, get out. rid of him somehow because i guess he yeah the head of it all So i think alice provides her the opportunity at that moment to get out and so she finally does kill him but also in the manner that she spoke to him afterwards i said i thought oh is she trying to take over
1: iffy whether she's like okay, you've had your turn now; it's my turn to control this whole thing, mm. or whether she's trying to escape. It's not very clear.
0: Yeah, I do wonder how her and Bunny played by Olivia Wild, How did they find out that? Yeah, they were part of this system. Well, because
1: I think Bunny chose it. Well, Bunny, she did. She chose it for herself. She says that to Alice
0: oh, at the end. I wasn't sure if she got put in it and then decided to stay in it when she found out but
1: her husband must also know because obviously he would leave every day yeah so that's also an interesting so did they both decide dynamic did they both decide together because it she insinuated that she chose it because she could be there with her children making Mm. it seem like maybe in the real world her children had died oh And so she was like, I want to be with my children. This is a way I can be with them. Yeah. But there's lots of things at the end where they kind of touch on all these different characters, but it just seems like they're rushed and they don't have time or they're not giving enough Mm. attention to it. And I know it's mainly about Alice and her experience of it all, but
0: Mm. it would be
1: nice to get a kind of wider understanding of
0: the rest. I'd say we had two main criticisms of mm-hmm. it and one was to do with the pace yeah and one was to do with whether the film's overall message was explicit enough yeah and so if we first will take on the film's pace now we, we have already alluded to this but we feel like the beginning and end very rushed, very small. Yeah, it's there's such a long period of her thinking that there's something not right, but yeah. it doesn't ease you into being part of this community and enjoying it, and everything seems okay. It's very instant. Yeah, because it's it. I don't know how how
1: long that first section is, but mm. very early on in the film, she she picks up the eggs and is crushing them in her hands and she realizes that they're not real eggs yeah they're just the shells and that seems to happen so quickly like you only see one like short day yeah of them all doing so. but even in the ballet class that first day she yeah. acts weird she does doesn't she so it felt like they could have slowed down the beginning to Mm. build you up into seeing this beautiful idyllic world that they have and the life that they're living yeah and then maybe margaret kind of come in and then Mm.
0: alice starts figuring these things out but it happened very quickly yeah i wonder how long she had been in that simulation.
1: yeah i don't know because they seemed to be i don't know whether they were semi-new because he was still at quite a low um Part of the company mm. or whatever, but he was like awaiting a promotion, yeah, sort of thing. So, I don't know whether they'd been there kind of a medium amount of time, yeah,
0: <laughs> potentially, <Still average> amount. <laughs> yeah, interesting. And I feel like with the end, we said that we really wanted so many more flashbacks,
1: yeah. I wanted more reasoning behind why he did it, and we were talking about how he managed to get her into yeah. this simulation because it was all his choice she had no idea and she was a doctor
0: mm-hmm.
1: working all the time and it they alluded to the fact that he had lost his job
0: mm-hmm. and
1: hadn't found a job yet so he was just kind of at home mm. all the time and then he found Frank and the Victory Project mm. through the internet and decided that's what I'm going to do because I want to Provide a happy life for her.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, but I think it would have been more interesting to see how strong their love was before they. Yeah, because went you into don't. You don't
1: see that. You only see the unhappy. I don't know whether you only see the unhappiness of their real life to make the kind yeah. of fake happiness of this perfect life seem better.
0: But it doesn't yeah, doesn't quite balance. Or just, right, I don't think. No, even something along the lines of I said to you, if they did a brief, even one second cut to him just knocking her out while she's in yeah. the kitchen. because To show how he yeah. got
1: her into the simulation, yeah.
0: I know that sometimes ambiguity is more interesting.
1: But with things but, like that, you want to know the logistic, because you know some of yeah. the logistics of him going out, him keeping her alive yeah. while she's in this kind of trance state,
0: how they have the little eye things and whatever. Yeah. I think I don't need more of an explanation of how the actual simulation works mm. because I think mean, you could go on and on with all the yeah. different rules of it. So yeah, go we don't need that. that. But I think the way m- my mind works, it would have helped me to have a bit more understanding of how she got into it. Yeah. Only a couple of, just a few flashbacks like cut 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 yeah. very quick sporadic that would have been fine yeah definitely I agree yeah and a little, um, some a small scene of him putting her into it or taking her out of it yeah just something so yeah. It, it would only need to be tiny
1: but I think there yeah. were a few of those tiny elements towards the beginning at the end that I think would have mm helped make the whole thing yeah. flow
0: slightly yeah. better. Because I found that the most interesting part of the film. Yeah. And I was like,
1: I want I want to know more Yeah. About all of that. And yet we spent so long with her kind of thinking there's something mm. wrong and then trying to tell the others yeah. that there's something wrong and then not being listened to and then mm. kind of arguments which I guess build tension and anxiety that you feel Most of the film,
0: yeah, yeah, very true. Because, Mm. as we said, that's him, Harry, at his best acting wise, as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. I would
0: love to have seen more of him like that, and a moment maybe of him crying, perhaps. Because Mm. I think his main reason for putting it in there is. To do with him feeling emasculated and his yes, insecurities, exactly, and he wants mm. to be able to be the man who can provide yeah. a happy, good life
1: for his wife. That's yeah. what he abuses the best. Yeah, because he only seems most emotional when he's crying when she before she's taken away in mm. the car when they're about to leave together. That's the bit where he's most emotional when she has to be like.
0: Taken out and then put back in, or whatever mm-hmm. they do to her. Yeah. It mm-hmm. shows where he but is. It's at the point when he finally does tell her the truth, or she knows it anyway. And that could have been a really interesting discussion to play out a bit longer, but she kills him off and then runs in, gets out. Yeah,
1: that also did feel very rushed because I mean,
0: then after she'd mine, realised. Like, oh, yeah.
1: And then he was kind of like. Yeah okay, you're right. And then all of a sudden he was dead. Yeah. And
0: off she went. And I was
1: like, "Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you have thought he would maybe? Because he tried so hard and he put so mm. much effort into getting her in there. Yeah. Wouldn't he try and do everything he could to keep her mm-hmm. in there and be like, "Well, we can still live a happy, content life here. Yeah. But obviously, I. I you totally get her being like yeah you've just completely hijacked my life mm-hmm. not let me have any kind of autonomy at all yeah you've chosen everything for me
0: mm-hmm. it's very quick far I' only asking lots of questions okay are the kids real do the other women know finding out that bunny knows and Gemma chan's character yeah. knows as well and that seems to happen in like the space of 15
1: minutes and you're like, what yeah. the hell's going and on?
0: The Hydrama car chase of <sighs> running up that hill.
1: Jeez, I know. So at the end was very rushed and it was like, oh, we've got to wrap up this film somehow. Yeah. Let's just do this, this, this and this. So I do yeah. think the the pacing of it is one of the reasons why I'm like reluctant to give it mm. more stars. Yeah. Because I just feel like I have there's too many things where I'm like, hmm, about the film. Yeah. Like technically. Yeah. And like story wise.
0: Yeah. That's fair. Should we talk about our second criticism about them not being yeah. explicit enough in
1: and their I think message? that goes hand in hand with how rushed it feels at the end. Oh, yeah, I think definitely. if it was less rushed at the end, you would more clearly be able to see yeah. and understand the kind of Overall, mm. message as such. Because yeah. initially, I came out and I was like, "Is she endorsing patriarchal control or not?" Mm. That was because I was the men; they have all the control, and I know that um, Alice gets out, yeah, at the end, but she doesn't help any of the other. I know she's like helping herself, but mm. none of the other women know apart from Gemma and what was her name, Shelley, not Gemma A character was called uh, Shelley what? Shelley and Bunny but they already knew anyway yeah. and then it leaves it so open to whether Alice would then go and try and find all these other people and try and bring the Victory Project down yeah. on the outside or not mm. and I know that Frank's dead so that's good but the ambiguous, is Gemma just going to take over or is yeah. she going to help free everyone? I just start calling her Gemma again.
0: <laughs> I think my main concern is that it comes off slightly like a horror film mm. and also having Harry in it, which absolutely fair play to him being in yeah. it, he did a good job, glamorises it. And especially because, say, in the trailer you see
1: the sex scenes, and so yeah, that was the way they seemed to kind of sell the film. When yeah. actually, I think the film has got a much bigger, mm-hmm. bigger thing to say as bigger social commentary to say. Yeah,
0: and a lot of the this thing... surface
1: level mm-hmm. that a lot of people only think it's about.
0: Yeah, a lot of things they see online are about the drama yeah. outside of the actual. Story is yeah. you know, spin on Chris Pine that kind of thing, which is funny. Uh, but more so about just Harry, and also the plot twists and yeah, more so it being some kind of. I don't it, well, I think what I'm getting at is how so many people were chatting straight away when the film ended, and yeah. were laughing about it, whereas. As we said, we were very... we We
1: literally... We didn't say a word for, like, a no. good few minutes. Because we were both just, like...
0: Yeah. And so I am worried that it goes into people's heads that... Yeah. The entire thing, in my opinion, is an extended metaphor. Yes, it's, for I think it definitely is. patriarchal oppression and how we should be really concerned about... Yeah. All these incels and... Yeah. About how hey, yeah, we do still need feminism because a lot of people would say that we don't. Mm. And it's just so, so... Weird. The short clips we see of Jack sat at the computer listening yeah. to Frank talking about all of his mantras and the fact that it is very cult-like.
1: You can see how people in the real world would fall into... Well, people do Yeah, fall into believing that they want that that control and that's one of Mm. frank's big things as well he's talking about how how humans want that control that symmetry absolutely the kind of security that that brings Mm -hmm. but at what cost
0: yeah and i do really worry that some audience members will come away not realizing like oh i'd live in that little
1: idyllic world Mm -hmm. with him it's like well just
0: thinking oh that's a dystopia that would never happen
1: but I think if we had the technology it would
0: yeah Which absolutely scary. yeah and in the real world Jack he that's a
1: it's, it's, it's the type of the who he is in like out in the real mm. world you can see how he mirrors so many other men like that yeah like, there are so many people like him
0: yeah who well, if
1: that wasn't an, an option for them they would do it yeah
0: but his he is so emasculated Him losing mm. his job and Alice working 30 hours as yeah, a doctor. Yeah, as a doctor. I don't know that. Yeah. And, oh, in the scene when she comes home. When she comes room. home, oh He's my God. hungry and hasn't cooked for himself. Yeah,
1: she comes home after a 30-hour shift. The first thing he says to her when he, she walks in the door is, I'm hungry, I didn't eat anything. And then she's just like, well... I was in the OR, I couldn't get to my phone. Yeah. And he makes some comment about, oh, I wish I'd known
0: that. And I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And... Riles you up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and also, yeah, you pointed out before that he he's asking if she <sighs> loves him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a point where she's, like, cooking... Uh, is she cooking him dinner, or is that when he's cooking her dinner? At <laughs> the that one point. time he tries to make a the one time he tried, and that is yeah, very like he doesn't boil the potato. He's trying to make mashed potatoes, and he just has a bowl full of potatoes, <laughs> and he's using like a bottle of alcohol to try and mash and she's the like, potatoes. The potatoes will mash, and then she's like, "Yeah, you gotta boil them first. Mm-hmm. That that seems a weird one because it's like kind of sweet in the way that you can tell he's trying to help, but you know that. He knows that she's just had like a weird mm. semi-out of, out of it experience, so it's kind of a bit iffy. Cause you're like, he knows what's going on, but he's not telling her. Yeah. And he knows that she's thinking that there's something wrong, but he's not admitting mm. to her that there is. Yeah. But yeah, there's a. He just turns to her and he's like, "Do you love me?"
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she's just like, "The most." And he doesn't say anything in yeah. response to it. And it's Ooh. only, when. He kind of knows that she's gonna be taken away Mm -hmm. for them to do their like rejigging to make Mm. her forget and whatever. That's the only point where he he says it to her. Yeah, and then seems to be really kind of emotional about it all, Mm -hmm. which is weird. Yeah, and there are other things as well that he said to her and that like Frank would say. Mm. I guess like I touched on earlier, that just very uncomfortable. Oh, my god! Weird things to say.
0: Yeah, you know when her and Jack are having sex in Frank's bedroom? And Frank just, like, walks
1: in. She sees him and he sees her. And he just, like, stares at them for a while. And then leaves. And I think he does, like, a little, yeah. like, finger over the lips. like I thought sh- as soon as he walked in that she'd go, Jack! That's what I thought. I was like, why didn't she say something to Jack? But she she didn't
0: I don't know if and then Frank was just being mm, creepy whether that feeds into her feeling trapped and like she can't say yeah. anything yeah also
1: what was what was the thing I don't know whether it was just Frank trying to push her buttons when they have the dinner party at the house mm. and Frank's talking to her in the kitchen mm. and he's like oh I wanted someone to challenge me mm. blah 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 what and then she then that kind of pushes her Mm-mm. to then at the di- dinner table to actually kind of have a go at him and try and poke holes mm-hmm. in what's happening by talking about how everyone had the same kind of meetup stories and they all honeymooned in the same place mm-hmm. and whatever. And I didn't know whether that was just him trying to get a reaction out of her or whether he mm-hmm. wanted something more there.
0: I think that he's so psychotic. Yeah. That he wanted to see her fully break down.
1: Mm. I'm not yeah. sure. Because that, that's what I think. I I think, like, upon reflection, I think it was just him being kind of, like, mm. psychotic and weird and just trying to push her buttons to mm. see how far he could make her go. Yeah.
0: M- maybe also he's he feels so in control that it doesn't bother him. Yeah. And it, demonstrates how much control he does have because he's able to
1: exactly and she's able to make he's able to make her react in a way that he wants her to Mm -hmm. just by saying certain things to her
0: yeah I also made a point about how I didn't understand how Alice could be with Jack in the first place being how he is because she is such an inspirational woman and to be with him but and I said, well, maybe he wasn't like that to start with. And but we don't
1: see any of that. And even no. if it was a few like tiny clips, like that tiny clip where um, we see her say to him, like, oh, it's all right, mm. you'll find another job. And in the meantime, mm-hmm. I'll just pick up a couple more shifts. Yeah. If there had been just maybe a couple of things like that from when their life mm. was before he lost his job and it seemed to start going... Downhill, just a few tiny bits to see that there was some good, but then it's also going wrong. And he felt like the only way to make it good again Mm. would be to go through this simulation.
0: Yeah, it's just so sad that he he can't talk to her about how awful he feels about not being able to provide, and it's just as much a reflection of men being oppressed as women because he can't express his emotions whatsoever. Really, yeah, exactly he has to go into an entire fake world
1: because he thinks that's the only way out for him which is yeah mm-hmm. I think that is a that is a common theme with how how men feel because all the, all the kind mm-hmm. of toxic masculinity kind of
0: mm.
1: man up kind of culture that hopefully we're starting to kind of break mm. down very slowly yeah but it's still very much there and
0: mm-hmm. present
1: and highlighted
0: in yeah. this film. Well, especially when Jack gets a promotion and he's on stage and then Frank makes him dance. That was kind of
1: weird. Which is shows him also... Because that's Frank's control over Yeah. Him. And really? I couldn't tell whether he looked comfortable or uncomfortable oh, no. when he was dancing. Like he was fully time, a
0: puppet. Upstick. Yeah. Mm. Although... So, yeah, I kind of enjoyed it because we said it gave us treat people with kindness vibes.
1: Yeah it did because if you think of the music video for that it's very mm. similar kind of vibes. Yeah. But no mm. it does definitely show Frank's control over all of the men and therefore mm-hmm. of the wives as well.
0: Yeah. Oh and that's just made me think because so that's happening at the same time when she's crying in the bathroom and that's reminded me of all of the mirrors in it there are so many mirrors so many mirrors yeah and even like the
1: headquarters thing the glass
0: looks like yeah.
1: a mirror and that's kind of her way out which i hope audience would yeah
0: loads of audiences would notice as in this is reflecting reality reflecting back to re- you.
1: exactly mm. it's part of that nice big extended metaphor yeah yeah so I think there are
0: there are lots of clever bits. I it definitely is a clever film. Yeah. And a deeply troubling effect on one at that and a very important film for this day and age. Yeah, definitely.
1: what other bits haven't we spoken about? Oh, there's so there's so much to unpack.
0: <laughs> yeah there is. Okay. Can we talk about Harry writing a song for it? Yeah, the little well music is so important in the film and that's when they do music really music is well.
1: used really well because mm. it it definitely adds to the the feeling of unease but even the music you get some of like the kind of creepy kind of weird music but then it's contrasted with like ella fitzgerald mm. and,
0: and they have like george gush when i have yeah. someone watch over me which made me emotional. I did cry watching it. Not at that bit. It was more so at moments when he was really gaslighting her. That yeah, I was yeah, that was when I was crying. Yeah. But it hurts to
1: watch.
0: And it's so sad because their relationship did seem really good to start with when it shows Yeah. them singing together. But then you realise that he was singing this song at her while she was in the simulation and he wasn't. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. But then I'm also like, oh, Harry's singing, and it's a really lovely song,
1: and he wrote it. Yeah. It's really sweet, and they think they use it in the background of the trailer. Yeah. As
0: well. Mm. And especially she's having and it, it all really the sweet. time. But then.
1: It's sweet but creepy. Yeah. At once, it's yeah. one of those weird ones, where like it sounds mm. lovely, but if you think too much about what the world words are saying, it's all again about him controlling her. Oh uh, yeah,
0: absolutely. But I think the music is so good in terms of it's so... There's so much jazz music, yeah. 50s-style music. Yeah. Or America at its height. Yeah. It's like George Gershwin, 1920s, is it? I don't know. Yeah, it's be well, Yeah, because it kind of... Oh, before the Wall Street crash. Which I think is a very clever choice because... Is trying to bring back the idea of America being really prosperous, women being in the home. Exactly. This this is their world they've created. This victory, this very idyllic kind of
1: American suburban dream, and all the music plays into that. Everything plays into
0: Mm. into that. Yeah. And also, oh, it's so horrifying that it's called the Victory Project.
1: I know. It's when
0: they claiming victory. Oh. Oh. Yeah, and it's when they're
1: all chanting, whose world is this? Ours. And it's like culty vibes to the max. Oh, absolutely, yeah. At that point.
0: And but we realised just... it literally is their world. Because they're there. paying for it. Yeah. And what got me, well, a lot of it got me, <laughs> <laughs> but when he did admit to Alice what was going on, and Jack was saying I have to work every minute of every day to provide this for you. Yeah. And expecting her to be grateful. And she's like, I didn't ask for this. No. I didn't ask for you to do that. I liked working. I yeah. enjoyed my job. Exactly. And putting words into her mouth saying yeah. you worked all the time, you hated it.
1: Exactly. It's like, well, did you ever ask her? No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who asked him to work all the all the time to be able to pay for that while well, no one. Exactly. And that he thought he was doing something
1: really good, and he was. And I think that's one of another like jarring moment where, and probably all those other men as well. They think they're doing the best for mm. themselves and their wives when actually, that's not what a woman wants. She doesn't just want to be a wife and cook mm-hmm. and clean. Yeah, but that's what the men in this film seem to think they want.
0: Yeah. Yeah horrifying yeah but the film also is so beautiful aesthetically yeah it is
1: very well shot yeah Yeah, that there's lots of nice contrast between like we're saying with the music and the beautiful Mm. the way it looks when actually this kind of subject matter
0: and and it turns out the actual world is not so gorgeous yeah so Mm. But oh, you should highlight that as well. Yeah, and that reminds me. I said to you last night that I couldn't take Harry seriously. Some of the time, mm. like especially at the start, I thought oh, it's just Harry, and I found to it quite seeing funny.
1: Him in yeah,
0: films is crap, me up, especially when he's getting angry. I found it yeah. so funny. But then when you, because I just yeah, we're well, seeing him as Harry being this performer. But then when you see him in the real-world equivalent, that's on who, his computer. Yeah. where I said he gave his best performance. I think also, that's coming on on, so many people are so obsessed with him, including me, and think he's the most incredible man in the world. And so to have him pretty much be that persona for a lot of the film,
1: yeah, and then it's just
0: see plain... the reality of him, not the reality of Harry, but, you know, what I mean... That's another comment on, you know, everything not being as it seems and that be, being so dangerous to have this worship. Yeah, exactly. Because like
1: you, you see that in everyday life, how we, mm-hmm. even using Harry as an example, we see him in such a way and we expect him to act a certain way, be a certain way, continuously,
0: mm-hmm. when actually
1: that's only a, a small part. And the same with loads of, basically every other famous person ever. We expect them... To be a certain way from how we've seen them. Yeah. And there's kind of this expectation that they should act like that. Be that person that we want them to be. Yeah. When actually they are their own person. Yeah. Right. Mm. I think that's where actors are interesting. Because it's interesting that they obviously their job is to pretend to be other people. Mm. But then it's almost sometimes like them as an as a person themselves, have to kind of fulfil this role of what the public expect them to be. Yeah. So I can see why that's a, a hard hard thing for them. Oh, yeah. Definitely. If that makes sense. No, I got we there. Yeah.
0: I think as we're coming towards the end of our analysis, I'd say, in summary, I really appreciate the film I'm always trying to do and mm. it and it's spotlight on... The still harrowing patriarchal system. Yeah. Although structurally we would change some things. Yeah. And it's not like a.
1: It's not something we've never seen before. Yeah. As well, it's mm. just a kind of reworking, which it doesn't mean no. isn't, isn't a bad thing. Yeah. Because I think it's definitely something that ought to be explored
0: mm-hmm.
1: and presented more.
0: Yeah yeah overall i'm grateful for this movie existing
1: yeah i'm i'm glad it was good because i did have mm. with everything surrounding it i mm-hmm. was like this could be really terrible yeah but actually it wasn't completely terrible
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so do you stand by three and a half stars? i think I'm, i am yeah i think so
1: i don't think it's quite pushed over to the four for me but then mm. maybe with time it'll Maybe on a second watch.
0: Yeah. There's Would. definitely still so much to unpack. I definitely. My overriding emotion right now is I'm really horrified at the world. Yes.
1: Me too. We were mm. a bit scared. Still am. A bit scared. Yeah. Constantly feeling a bit scared.
0: Yeah, even when we were walking home afterwards and someone started walking behind us very really quickly just before when we went. Someone was in, a
1: runner came up behind us and I was just we were just like grabbing onto each other's arms. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah.
0: Yes, anyway, that was Don't Worry Darling, and as many people online have said, you should in fact You worry. should in fact worry quite a lot
1: <laughs> <laughs> On a lighter note Shall we do some blonde moments? Yeah, we should e- yeah. Yeah. Blonde moment okay. okay, what's your blonde moment for okay. this week?
0: So, mine goes to Catherine Hardwick who I know is the director of the first Twilight film but, Iconic. yeah, she was a producer for Don't Worry Darling, which is very fitting. And I was investigating about her because I thought, oh, that's really cool that she had a hand in this film. Mm. Um, especially because I thought, obvious blonde moment would be Florence Pugh. Yeah, but we uh, gave which is very her yeah her and grandma last week. Yeah, exactly. She is very deserving of it. Yes. But I thought, yeah, I want to put one eye on people we don't know. I bet a lot of people did not know that Catherine Hardwick... Was, well, you don't often know who the producers are yeah, you and see there's a lot of men's so names many of them. Yeah. and then so many of the actors and now producers yeah, as yeah that's well. true Yeah, but anyway so yes I was researching about her and it's super interesting she grew up on the border well in Texas border with Mexico and it was a very dangerous area and she didn't really go to watch films at all she said there was not a lack of culture that's the wrong word but uh, that's like, there was a lack of museums or access to some of the places that we can go to. Mm, yeah. And she actually got a degree in architecture mm. and then eventually moved to LA and then started doing films there. Well, I find it super interesting that she didn't have that many opportunities growing up and now yeah, she's now managed to yeah, do all of th- these really cool films. And um, Oh, because she did Miss You Already as well, mm. which came out a few years ago on Netflix, with yeah. Drew Barrymore and Tony Clare. And uh I was also reading... This is from her Wikipedia page, so if it's wrong, blame Wikipedia. <laughs> um, I also read that she created a public service announcement for the National Women's History Museum, and she came up with the idea for the announcement and contributed to the script. So she has done a lot for women in film. I think she's a very cool woman.
1: Yeah, that is very cool. Yeah. And I also have a very cool woman. Yeah. Um, My blonde moment goes to the Ukrainian first lady, Alina Zelenska. I don't know if I'm saying her name correctly. But um, I recently, well, this morning, read an article in the new copy of Vogue about her. And I kind of knew... A little bit about the support that she was providing for kind of like women and families and just general Ukrainians during the war and I thought it was really interesting that her and her husband they didn't want to go into politics she didn't want him oh, really? to run they had like a comedy career and they were in the entertainment industry for ages oh. even though I think he studied law and she grad- and she studied architecture oh as well but then they uh, did satirical comedy but qu- quite political as well so i think it's really interesting how both of them kind of then changed their lives and their roles when he became elected and with everything that's been happening yeah in ukraine the past few years so i think kudos to her for being such a strong amazing woman for yeah people of Ukraine and across the rest of the world as well. Because normally you don't hear much about the First Lady. No, you They're don't Normally do you? just there. Yeah. But she seems to actually be doing a lot Amazing. for the women and the people of Ukraine. Mm. So Yeah. Yeah. Goes to her. Oh. And so
0: our next episode. We're going yeah. very different theme. Very different
1: theme. We're jumping all over the place with our episodes mm. this year yeah but we are going to have a pride and prejudice episode yes we're going to be chatting about the book Kira knightley film the bbc tv yeah. adaptation just kind of everything pride and prejudice related yeah it, so
0: i cannot wait for
1: very excited see you all next week and we hope you enjoyed this episode and <laughs> don't worry darling and remember to be worried and <laughs> be wary of men <laughs> Thanks for listening to. T o'clock with Keller. See you next time.